Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 162 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Chile, Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for giving this episode a listen. In this quick episode, I will be going through my tips for round seven of the men's comp. Don't forget that uh, if you are interested in having your local footy club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, drop me a note via email or send me a message on Facebook or Twitter or via Instagram. I want to be able to highlight these clubs and give them shout-outs during the course of the season because it helps me learn a little bit about the history of these clubs as well. And I just think it's a, it's a little fun to investigate these as I'm going along here. So let's dive into the nine games from this round. And I'm actually recording this while the NFL draft is going on. So I'm not paying a great deal of attention to that. But it's uh, because as a Cleveland Browns fan, they will not be making a pick this evening. Uh, they've made all their selections for the next three years in the first round with uh, having traded them for Deshaun Watson. We'll see if he gets to play this year. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into the first game, which is going to be coming up here in just about 10 hours. And that is the West Coast Eagles hosting the Richmond Tigers. And uh, it was, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, and I posted something about this on Twitter uh, earlier today. I thought it was kind of interesting uh, seeing Dima be so excited about going and playing a game at another stadium and talking about how beautiful Optus was and enjoying the trip there. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, is this the same guy that likes to just piss and moan about the fact that they have to go play a home game every once in a while at Marvel stadium, you know, five kilometers away or actually less than that, if I'm not mistaken, three kilometers away, I believe. Well, yeah, it's the same guy as a matter of fact. So, uh, you know, the Eagles are bringing back in Jerry McGovern. Uh, Sam petrovsky Seton is going to come back in. Uh, they're losing four people, including Elliot Yo. Uh, just the Eagles season is, you know, I, I don't know what to say about them. It's, it, it's one step forward, three steps back. Two steps forward, six steps back. It, it has just been an absolute nightmare for this club this year. And, and quite frankly, if they get a couple more wins this year, they ought to wear those as badges of honor because they have they've gone through hell so far this year, quite frankly, in terms of just getting 22 healthy bodies onto the ground or 23 actually with their emergency player, their medical sub. Uh, and they're not going to win this week either. You know, the Tigers are bringing back Dylan Grimes. Uh, Kane Lambert's going to be back. Sidney Stack, Ivan Soto, Maurice Rioli's going to be back for... Uh, I think his third game of his career. You know, the Eagles, they do have some talented players, but it's, this is just such a, a state of dysfunction. Uh, not necessarily anything that they're doing on their own. Yes, there have been some injuries, but the, the health and safety protocols that have crept into this club and have crept back in and back in again and again and again have just really, really screwed them up this year. You know, I think that the Tigers are going to be bringing in a lot of experience back into their side. And, and they're, quite frankly, they're buoyed. They've got to be excited about the fact that maybe this time next week, just maybe, Dustin Martin's getting named to the 22. 
So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let them ride that wave of excitement and euphoria, knowing that their their catalyst is gonna be back. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Tigers to win this one by 12 points over at Optus. Then we head down to GMBHA Stadium, and the Cats are gonna run out the same group that they ran out last week, and they're gonna run this group out against the Dockers in what is and and I've mentioned this before because it just is mind boggling. And I know that the back of the schedule is going to favor the Cats because they're going to be playing a lot of games at their home ground towards the end of the season. I believe they played two out of their last three, three out of their last four at home, something like that. They have, Their home schedule is very much back-ended. But we're in round seven. Round seven. This is only the second home game that they have played on their home deck. That's it. So to, to find themselves on the ladder in the... Uh, sixth position if I'm not mistaken at four and two and you know you could argue that that yeah the Sydney game was was not gonna there's not gonna be a difference there but you know the Hawthorne game certainly could have gone either way they did not kick the ball well that game but they've they've done okay away from GMBHA and hopefully they are able to go ahead and uh and you know, again, I'm going to put my homer hat on here, and I have picked against the Cats already this year. I did not pick them to win the game in Sydney, uh, but I am picking them here. Patty Dangerfield's going to miss his second game in a row. Uh, it appears as Luke Dahlhouse is being dropped as a medical sub, so I don't know who's going to be coming in there. The Dockers have been playing some fantastic footy. As I mentioned a couple days ago, they've made a believer out of me finally. This is a club who I have said for the last couple of years is going to be one that is ready to state to take a step forward to, to become a, what they used to call on Saturday Night Live here. Well, they said not ready for primetime players, but I think they're, they were uh, ready for primetime here because this is a club that is is growing into their role. They're gaining a lot of confidence. However, they're going to be without two of their big guns this week. Matthew Taberner is going to be out. And Sean Darcy's going to be out this week due to uh, injury and concussion, respectively. So those are two huge holes, literally, in in the 22 of the Dockers that they're going to have to, to fill. Now, the Dockers midfield has been been fantastic, okay? Uh, I think that they're going, to, they're going to give the Cats everything that they can handle here. I think it's going to be competitive. But like I said, I worry about the Dockers, you know, with this game looking like the Dockers of the last couple of years where they were searching for somebody to score the football for them, to put the ball through the big sticks. Not having Darcy in there, not having Taberner in there, I think is going to hurt them. Now, maybe some of their young, younger players, maybe some of their smalls up in the forward line are able to uh, to circumnavigate the, uh, the Cats defense. And, and snap off a few goals. If they do that, then, I, then the Dockers certainly could take this one. But I'm going to go with the Cats to win this one by 15. I just think in the present circumstance right now, I think the Cats are too strong a side, even without having Patty Dangerfield in the lineup. Then we head back to uh, the Adelaide Oval, and we have the surprisingly upstart Crows hosting the GWS Giants. And the Crows, they are knocking on the door of the eight right now. They're sitting in the 10th spot. Now, their percentage is not great there at uh, 
me look here. Their percentage is down at, at 95.6. Now it's, it's higher than every other club behind them, except for one, that being the Bulldogs. But, uh, yeah, let's start off with the Giants, though. The Giants have quite, frankly, they've looked for the most part dreadful this year. They have not been very good at all. They've dropped four out of five, um, you know, five out of six to start the season. You know, sure, you could attribute some of this to the to not having their spark plug, Toby Green, there, having missed the first five rounds. But they've got the fourth lowest percentage in the comp. Their percentage is only 73.7 right now. They're sitting in the 15th spot. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with GWS. There there's too much talent on this side and this club for them to be playing this poorly. But they are. They're playing this poorly right now. And I don't know if that's gonna get turned around. You know, they you know, they've lost some significant games here. You know, getting beat by sixty seven points by the, the defending premiers, getting beat by three goals by St. Kilda. You know, five goals, five and a half goals by the Dockers. Back in round four, I believe it was. Yeah, it's uh, a six goal loss to the to the Tigers. So it's not like they're losing close games. They're getting hammered like a piece of uh, piece of timber at a construction site right now. And and I don't know if that's going to change. You know, this club has to do some soul searching here because there's there's too much talent here for them to be as, as poor as they are. Now the Crows they've won two in a row, but if you look at two of their 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 losses this year, it's by a combined five points. So they've had two two and a half point losses, if you will. I mean, this club is playing with a lot of confidence. Tex Walker has come back into the side after his suspension, and he's averaged four goals a game since he's come back. And it surely looks like the, that the rebuild that has been going on for the last couple of years at Adelaide is progressing nicely, and it's coming together pretty darn quickly. So. I'm going to go with Mick Aussie's Crows to take this one with Adelaide beating GWS by eight points. And, and honestly, I think it's going to be more than eight, but I'm going to go ahead and say eight points here. And then we head to the MCG and we have the undefeated top of the ladder percentage through the moon, 153.5 Melbourne demons hosting Hawthorne. Hawthorne having knocked off my cats a couple of weeks ago, dropped out of the eight, got thumped pretty good by the Swans this past week. Now, the, the Ds, it's interesting. They, they're losing four players this week due to COVID protocols. Uh, Kazi Pickett, Luke Jackson, Tom Sparrow amongst them. They're not going to have their senior coach, Simon Goodwin, as well. In fact, I got a uh, note from... Uh, Tony Davis, uh, whose dad got to coach a uh, single game as a as a senior coach, and uh, was talking about how the the I think the gentleman's last name is only three letters. I think it begins with a Y. Uh, who's taking Goodwin's place this week? Um, that his his father got to coach. Uh, Frank Davis got to coach one single game as a senior coach, and he was said, "Well, his record's about to be tied here." Um, you know, of course you're, you're replacing those three guys, you know, Pickett, Jackson and Sparrow. You're replacing them with Jack Viney, Jake Lever and Tom McDonald. Not bad when you can bring three premiership players back into your side. You know, the Hawks, they're making a couple of changes. Uh, Denver Grange Barris is being managed this game. 
Now, quite frankly, I'm not sure if it matters who the Hawks bring in because uh, the D's are absolutely just humming along right now. And, and, and I think the D's are going to take this one handily. I don't know who's going to stop the D's this year, quite frankly, other than maybe the D's themselves. Okay. Other than the D's themselves, I don't know who's going to stop them. And, and I'm going to go ahead and while I'm going through this, but again, I've got them winning this one by, by 14 points. And I'm just going to go ahead and take a look at, at Melbourne's uh, games here real quickly. Their, their fixture. I mean, they've got, they've got the Hawks this week and then they've got the Saints. Okay. Again, the Saints are, uh, are playing pretty good footy right now. Then the Eagles and the Ruse. Then they've got the Dockers coming to the MCG. Everybody's back healthy there. That should be one hell of a game. Then they've got the Swans, okay, at the MCG again. They've got four games in a row coming up at the MCG then. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, you got, what, two, four, five, nine, ten, eleven. 11. See, they're only playing 11 of their, their games this year at the MCG, okay? So some of them are going to be away games, but it's still their, their home deck. Um, yeah, they, they still have to go play the Lions at the GABA to close out the season. Um, they do go play the Dockers at Optus. So they do get Frio twice this year uh, coming on here. But this is just a, a side that is just really, really solid right now. So I'm going to go with the D's to win this one by at least 14 points. Okay. You know, Hawthorne is an up-and-coming club. Their, their rebuild is coming along nicely. But I don't think it matters, quite frankly, with the way Melbourne is playing. I think you could put, uh, you know, uh, an all-star club together. You could, you know, maybe you could combine the, you know, the best, you know, the, the, the sides, you know, the two sides from Queensland or the two sides from South Australia, or the two sides from West Australia and uh, have them, you know, create a super team out of those two clubs. I don't know if Melbourne would still not beat those, those guys the way that they're playing right now. It's just, it's, it's phenomenal footy the way they're playing. And then St. Kilda is going to be hosting Port Adelaide up in Cairns. And the Saints are going to be without Rowan Marshall this week, uh, without Jared Leinert, and along with Jack Hayes, who, you know, had a great game last week and, and tore up his knee, tore up his ACL. And, and you know, I got I to gotta tip my cap to the Saints because if I, if I read correctly, if I remember correctly, after he had his knee injury, they actually extended his contract, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, you know... St. Kilda, I, I applaud you for that because, you know, you've got a, a young man who is kind of a a little bit older who hasn't played very many games, but the few games that he's been able to play so far, he's played pretty darn well. And and you spotted some talent there. You, you threw him a, a, a career lifeline, which I applaud you for that. So when he comes back, you know, this is somebody who I'm sure is going to absolutely bust his hump to get back out on the ground as quickly as he possibly can. Uh, again, it's not going to be till next season, but hopefully round one next year, he's ready to go again. Um, you know, Patty Ryder's coming back in. Tom Campbell's coming back in. Port Adelaide is running their same 22 out that got their first win of the year last year. Again, the talent is, is there with Port Adelaide, but the results have just not been there. You know, they've, they've, they've lost a couple close ones, but they've, they've also had some ugly results as well. But again, they've, they've jumped all the way up to, you know, the 14th spot on the ladder. They've, they're one win and five losses, but they have only been outscored by 30 points, by five goals total. That's it. Five goals total. 
The last four losses have been by three points. Uh, well, 32 points with uh, having lost to Melbourne. Four points to Adelaide. A bunch to Port Adelaide. Uh, but, you know, then they had a, a big victory against the Eagles. So I guess that balances out a little bit there. When you win by, what, 84 points against the Eagles, that, that helps to, to balance out that disparity between the two sides. So maybe we should discount that a little bit. But they're sitting 14th with a, a percentage of 93.9. So if, if they could start rattling off some wins, that percentage is pretty solid there that could help them push their way back up the ladder and, and you know jump ahead of maybe some of the clubs that are ahead of them right now whose percentages are comparable. Um, but I'm going to go with the Saints this week, okay? I'm going to go with the Saints to win this one by 10. And then we move on to Marvel and Carlton hosting North Melbourne. Now, the Blues are going to be without Mark Pitnett for the foreseeable future. Did the PCL, you know, this is a guy who has, you know, quite frankly, has triggered the Blues midfield with his tap work. He's gotten the ball where it needs to go. You know, Tom DeConing is going to have some big shoes to fill in that role. You know, Jack Silvani is going to be back in this week. I think that not having Pitnett in the uh, in the ruck is absolutely huge. Okay, I really do. Uh you know, the, the Ruse are going to be without Ben McKay, who's suspended. They're bringing Jaden Stevenson back in. Callum Coleman-Jones is back in. They've lost four games in a row by an average of 61 points. Now, I just, I wonder what's going to happen here with, with the Ruse. And, and I've, I've, I've tipped them in an upset or two already this year. And I think one of them I got correct. The one game that they did win this year, I think I did get, I think I did get that one correct, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm going to go over here and look at the, uh, at the ladder here real quick. Yeah, yeah, it was against the Eagles. I think I did tip them against the Eagles because the Eagles were really, really scuffling and we didn't even know who was going to be playing on their team, quite frankly. You know, the Ruse have lost, like I said, the last four by 61 points. There has got to come a point in time, doesn't there, where this club actually looks in the mirror and says to themselves, damn it, we have got to put our game together here. We have got to go out and play better football than we have been playing for the last month because we've been embarrassed for the last month. A 100-point loss, a 68-point loss, a 60-point loss, and an 11-point loss mixed in there as well. I don't know why, but I have a hunch this week. Okay, I, I really do. Like I said, I, I think not having their ruck in their lineup is going to hurt Carlton. We saw it last week. We saw how they struggled after he left the game. They had a difficult time distributing the ball. Now, again, Michael Voss, you know, has very likely addressed this issue with regards to his club to compensate for his loss, but it still is a significant one. And I'm this is one of my hunch games here. Like I said, I, I'm I think the Ruse are going to dig deep. They're going to, they're going to, you know, I think they're going to actually pull off one hell of an upset this week, quite frankly. So I'm going with North Melbourne to actually knock off Carlton by six points. This is where I put the little asterisk at the end that you can't see that says actual results may vary. But I, like I said, I'm going to go with North Melbourne to knock off Carlton here in an upset. Like I said, I'm probably wrong. But I'm going to go with that, okay? Then we move back to the MCG, 
and Collingwood hosting Gold Coast. And we're in another position here. Another terrific ruck has gone down. We've got, you know, with the last ruck standing, please, you know, turn off the scoreboard after, after we're done here. You know, Brody Grundy's going to be out for at least the next 10 weeks. Nathan Kruger re-injured that same shoulder again, and it's sounding like he may be done for the year. You know, the Pies-Ruck situation is is in complete disarray. They've got one youngster who's not played a senior game yet. And it sounds like Mason Cox is going to be trying to step into that role. Now, he certainly has the size for it. I think, you know, that, that this is a position where maybe he could be a great second ruck for this side if that's what they decided to do with him. Now, I don't know if that's something, anything they're going to possibly want to do because it would not necessarily require him taking the marks that he would customarily be taking. Jack Lacocious comes back in for the Suns. Oliver Henry, Trent Bianco is back in for the Magpies. Now, as in the aforementioned game, the one that I just talked about here, I think that this chaotic ruck, ruck situation, along with you know Jared Witts, who's, who is emerging as one heck of a ruck, is a fantastic situation for him going up against, yes, a tall but not terribly experienced ruck in Mason Cox. Okay, even though the uh, the Suns have dropped four out of their five, I'm going to go with the Suns to upset the Magpies and win again against the Magpies at the MCG, this time by 11 points. Okay, so I've got the Suns taking the game over the Magpies by 11. And then we head to Marvel. I think it was the second game this weekend at Marvel. Yeah, I think it's the second game. And the Bulldogs are hosting Essendon. Now, the Bulldogs have dropped two of their last three. The Bombers have only found four points once this year. You know, the Bombers, they played a pretty solid game last week against the Pies, dropping it late. Um, the Bulldogs lost a heartbreaker, of course, as we know, by a single point to the Crows. Yet another ruck dilemma here. Tim English is uh, is not in the lineup. He's still going to be out for a little while. Uh You've got Stephen Martin, who's uh, kind of doing the ruck work. But again, you know, a very veteran player here who's played 200 games. Yeah, this is my last hunch game of of this round, okay? I, I just think that the way that Essendon played last week, they're going to carry that over. You know, they're not making a significant amount of changes in their side. Um. You know, you got a couple people coming in, but they're all right now, if I'm not mistaken, they are all still listed in their uh, interchange. Uh, I'm going to go with Essendon to win this one in a mild upset by seven points. I don't know why I'm picking Essendon. I'm just, I'm just kind of being contrary, I guess. You know, the, the Bulldogs, if they continue to kick straight, they can beat anybody. But they have to do that on a much more consistent basis. Again, I... I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, I tipped the Bulldogs to win this whole darn thing this year. I tipped them to beat the D's in the grand final this year, if I'm not mistaken. Might have been Brisbane, actually. I think maybe maybe the D's got knocked out before the grand final. The way it's looking right now, that's not going to be the case, of course. And then we get on to our last game of the weekend. And that is up at the Sydney Cricket Ground. And we've got the Swans hosting Brisbane in what happens to be arguably the game of the round. You could make the argument, you know, Geelong and Fremantle or Richmond and West Coast on paper anyway, that, you know, if we go back four years, that would be the game of the round right there in the present day. Not so much, but this, 
happens to be, you know, the number three and four sides on the ladder who are going to be facing off to try to solidify a spot in the top four. The winner who does that is going to be in pretty good shape. Then. Now, I, I think both of these sides are going to be top six sides this year. Are they going to be top four? Maybe, maybe not. There may be a little bit of a drop-off here and there throughout the season, but I, I think they're both top six sides. They're certainly going to both make the eight, okay? They're well on their way for that. Tom Papley's back in with the, for the Swans for the first time this year. You know, I, I think this is a very evenly matched game. So I'm going to go with the home side here, and I'm going to have Sydney winning this one by 10. Now, to be completely honest with you, if this game was being played at the GABA, I would probably be picking Brisbane to win it by 10, just because I think the crowd is going to get them a, a, a goal and some change um, at the city, at the SCG for the Swans. I, I think that that's what's going to happen here. So I'm going to go with the Swans to win this one by 10 points. Okay, so again, there's my tips for this round. These are for entertainment purposes only or for head-shaking purposes only. If you're looking at these and going, what the hell is he thinking? Yeah, I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm just kind of explaining what I think, and I could be completely wrong, okay? Now, folks, I do hope that uh, you'll check out my website at yankonthefooty.com. You can find everything related to the podcast over there. You could leave me a voicemail. You can share your views on an issue from a previous round or a question that you'd like me to answer on an upcoming episode. You can also sign up for the mailing list there as well. Also, I do hope that uh, you know if you've got a, a friend who's a footy fan, that you'll share the podcast with them and encourage them to sign up for the mailing list as well. So when a new episode comes out, it gets dropped to them. I know I always say that, hey, you know, please consider signing up for the mailing list. And and many of you who are listening are already signed up on the mailing list. And I'd love to grow that list. I, I, it's close to 100 people now. I'd love to get it up over, well, I'd love to get over 1,000. But let's start with 100 here before we do that. Now, if you really like the show and you want to consider helping me out, you can click on that Buy Me a Coffee button in the bottom left-hand corner. Or if you want to get any of the podcast gear, you can check out the Redbubble page up in the top there on the store button as well. Don't forget that you can reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com and on Twitter at yank underscore on. And on Facebook, look for a Yank on the Footy podcast. My old Yank on the foot. A yank on the footy is going to be gone in about 24 hours. I have not had any feedback from Facebook telling me why they banished that account. I don't know. It's just going to be gone. And I and I because I was not able to get in to actually see what had happened because it would not let me in. It just it would not load the mailbox. So I have no idea what happened to it. It's gone. So if you're somebody who listens to the podcast, who I'd been friends with on Facebook, please look for me there. Please search Craig Wessels. I am back up there again. Again, if you look for a Yank on the Footy podcast, you'll find me that way as well. You can also find me on Instagram at a Yank on the Footy. And again, uh, I do encourage you to ask your friends to sign up for the mailing list as well. And if you haven't yet, please consider doing that. And if you really want to help out the show as well, it'd be great if you'd leave a review for the show. That lets me... Uh, Share your views with uh, other people about the show, what you think about it. I've had some great reviews. I've had some people who've said some very kind things. Um, I hope you'll share a link as well. It it really does help out. You know, my my advertising budget is uh, non-existent, quite frankly. Uh, it's very, very small. I actually had gotten some instances through Facebook on the old uh, the old page where they would, you know, they would 
and I actually think I, I think I bought twenty dollars worth of ad advertising three times on Facebook, and two of the times they matched it with another twenty dollars worth of worth of advertising. I'm not sure what kind of results I actually got from it. But uh, it's word of mouth is what's really helpful there. So, again, if you like it, I, I hope you'll talk about it with your friends. I hope you'll tell people about the show. If you would like to be a guest, head over to my website and click on the uh, register as a guest button. I have several people there that I'm going to be lining up here very soon. Uh, I have a former player from back in the 1960s and 70s who I'm going to be lining up, hopefully going to get to talk to very soon. Excited about that. And ladies and gentlemen, please look out for your friends and family. Uh, call them, talk to them. As I mentioned in the episode a couple of days ago, I uh, here lost a stu former student of mine uh, who played baseball for me for a number of years, who I'd, I'd known his father for almost 50 years, was a terrific young man, and went to the calling hours today at the funeral home. And they're, they're still just bewildered as to what happened and why. And, you know, just reach out to your friends. Reach out to your family members. Call them. Talk to them. Go see them now that that's a much easier thing to do. If you're, if you're in a position where you are having things that are that you're thinking about that are disturbing you, please don't keep it bottled up. Reach out and talk to somebody. There's a reason why I have in my show notes of every single episode that I have done, the numbers for Beyond Blue and the other corresponding numbers in other parts of the world in the show notes. Please, if you're somebody who thinks that you need to use those numbers, please reach out, folks, okay? I, there are people out there that... that know you that care, that care about you. I, I don't know everybody that listens to the podcast, of course. And I truly appreciate those of you who are listeners. I, I love the fact that you tune in, but as far as, as far as you being your individual person, there are people that love you, that care for you. And, and please, please reach out to them. Contact them if, if you are having issues. Okay. If this is, this is a situation where Somebody took a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and you, there's no reset button. I don't want to lose anybody, and I don't want, and I don't want you to lose anybody. So, please don't hesitate to reach out to your friends and family. Okay, check up on them, check up with them, make sure they're okay. And if you're not okay, it's, it's acceptable to reach out and get help, okay? It really is. The world's a better place with all of us in it, okay? I truly appreciate you tuning in and know that people out there love you, okay? Know that people out there care for you, all right? So ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for the kind words that you share so consistently I appreciate the support, and as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never, ever hit that post. I will catch you later, and enjoy round seven, everybody.
This has been episode 162 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at a yank on the footy or on Facebook at a yank on the footy podcast. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. And I hope you'll consider sharing the podcast with your friends and family and get them to sign up on that mailing list. And until next time, everyone, this is Craig Wessels. Goodbye.